EDSO Policy Podcast Series, where we discuss developments of energy policy related to DSOs. My name is Drago, and I will be your host today as we discuss energy communities and their relevance to the DSO. Energy communities were introduced by the Clean Energy Package as a new entity facilitating the decentralization of the energy system and enabling the active participation of customers. I am joined today by Dan Ruten, policy expert at Aliander, the biggest Dutch DSO, and he will help me to unravel the mystery about energy communities and DSOs. Hello, Dan. How are you doing? Hi, Drago. Thank you uh, very much for the introduction and for having me in this podcast, of course. It's absolutely my pleasure. So to hit straight at the heart of the problem, are energy communities more of a threat or an opportunity for DSOs? An opportunity, I would say. In most of the cases, when you look at it, the distribution grid actually connects members of energy communities with each other and uh, also with other players in the, in the energy sector. And it is the distribution system operator that is designated to ensure the operation and planning of this grid and also you know, the non-discriminatory treatment of those connected to it. So if you look at it, I think this really makes DSOs and energy communities natural partners uh, because it's in the DSO's interest that energy communities operate smoothly and are successfully integrated into the distribution grid and the energy system as a whole. So energy communities, really looking at it, they enable smaller players to organize themselves and become active on the energy markets. And this, I think, can benefit the DSOs directly in, in, in a few ways. So, for example, if members of an energy community optimize their supply and demand profiles, we can see that this could translate into more predictable and balanced energy flows. And this, in turn, can help the DSO in the operation of the grid and as well as the planning of the new investments. If you optimize your, your, your supply and demand profiles, they really become flexibility providers to the system operators, and they can help alleviate grid problems such as congestion and voltage issues. Really, I think this is one of the ways in which you know, energy communities can benefit DSOs directly. And as we... As I see the energy transition progressing, I think these sort of opportunities can change and will improve over time. So I would definitely say that uh, energy communities are an opportunity for, uh, for DSOs. Thank you for this exhaustive answer. It really was the expectation back when energy communities were first introduced, of course. The expectation was that they would just change the energy system, that this is an unseen before empowerment of customers. Um, do you believe that DSOs will have undergo a change of their business model in order to accommodate energy communities. What is your opinion about this? Yeah, DSOs will have to do, they have to make some new steps. They'll have to do some new things. From a customer point of view, in this case, that means the energy communities, DSOs can provide them with high quality services, for example, to, to become part of the uh, energy system. We can see that the European legislation that they have provided them with a strong legal basis, but they also need some help because the energy sector and, and the system as always well is quite complex. So in the clean energy packets, we see that DSOs have been actually called upon uh, specifically to cooperate with energy communities and to facilitate electricity transfers between their members. And this, I think, really is an extension of the core task of the DSO, because the DSO is now responsible for the administrative facilitation of energy markets. And as a result of that, uh, most of the wholesale and resale processes in the sector depend on these data services by DSOs. You know, facilitating electricity transfers for energy communities really is an extension of this task. And I think it also is quite a novelty in the sense that it actually might require new tools 
for DSO, such as extensive tracking and tracing of electricity production and consumption uh, with a much higher granularity than today. And so DSOs can really provide them with new services, but they will also have to take an extra step, I think, to make sure that energy communities become a success and uh, integrate successfully into the, uh, the energy system. So there's new services ahead for DSOs to be developed. I noticed that you mentioned the legislation, that is the Clean Energy Package legislation. I am curious, what do you think really about the way energy communities were established in the law? Is there anything that can be improved about the, the regulation? Do you think that the way that they were introduced makes them an asset for the energy system? Or does it really lead to a diffusion of responsibilities beyond what is appropriate for the energy system itself? What do you think? Anything that helps the customer, and in this sense, energy communities enable them to organize themselves, I think is an asset to the, uh, to the energy system. At the same time, because, you know, because this is quite new and the legal basis is, is also you know, very much new, there are still some challenges that need to be addressed. And I think one of them in particular that needs attention is the rights and responsibilities of all actors in the energy markets. As new legal entities, you know, energy communities are allowed to take up activities which you know, other actors are doing as well. And I think this is in principle a very good thing because increased competition should ultimately benefit consumers. But we should also remain vigilant that all actors, whether old or new, that they adhere to the same standards. So standards in terms of regulations, but also in terms of safety. And this is necessary, I think, to maintain a level playing field and you know, for the energy system as a whole to function in a fair and efficient manner. For DSOs, one important topic here is that EU member states may allow energy communities to own and operate distribution networks. And it's important in that sense that if they would be allowed, that they fulfill the same regulatory provisions and have the same obligations towards their customers. So not only safety standards, but also you know, administrative processes such as uh, facilitating customers to switch suppliers. And if you ensure you know, this, this right and obligations are the same for all actors, this in turn benefits the stability and affordability of the entire system. If anything that could be improved, I would say, you know, we should all remain, we should really remain sharp and vigilant in the sense that uh, there's a level playing field still for everyone. So the level playing field is really the most important part about this. There is really this expectation that the energy communities should be established as a form of a grassroots movement, that this should really be a bottom-up phenomenon. What would be your advice about customers forming energy communities about their relationship with DSOs? For, yeah, for energy communities or anyone that has, I think, the idea of forming an energy community, I would always advise them to contact a local DSO to discuss plans. You know, it's important to look at the DSO not, not just as the manager of the public grid, but also to see whether you know, they might have any specific energy community-related services. Maybe a DSO can offer some uh, advice. They can offer administrative assistance, market facilitation services, but maybe there are also some opportunities as well. For example, specific tariffs or whether there's the possibility to contribute to uh, solving any local transportation issues. So... Always be sure to contact your DSO, discuss your plans and see if there are any services which you, know, you could receive from the DSO or maybe even offer in terms of flexibility. So there will be a lot of services really developed by DSOs. This is my walkaway line.
Well, thank you, Dan, for joining me today. I believe your input will be very relevant to our listeners and hopefully to some customers who are thinking of forming energy communities themselves. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you very much. And thanks also to everyone for listening to us on our episode about energy communities and DSOs. Tune in next month for another episode of EDSO Policy Podcast Series and don't shy away from following us on Spotify and iTunes. Happy holidays and until next year.